0: Chapter 16 of Stephen Mitchell's Journey by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 Through a New Country. It is worthy of record that Flora Ann accomplished it. When she presented herself before Mrs. Mitchell's dismayed eyes quite early the next morning, her dress was an accumulation of terrors, but face and hands were reasonably clean and her tangled mass of hair had certainly been through a terrible ordeal and must have been amazed at its own subjection the next few days were successions of bewilderments to flora ann what they were to mrs mitchell it would perhaps be hard to explain the first time the girl set the table for the family meal her mistress who had been half frightened and wholly dismayed over the thought that she was her mistress lost self-control entirely when she came to survey the finished task, and sat down on the first chair which presented itself to laugh. The tablecloth was still lying on its shelf in the closet. The table was against the side of the wall. Three plates were set in a row on one side of it, and a cup without a saucer stood at each plate. "'I'll go down cellar after the things, and you can set the table while I'm gone,' plates and cups and saucers you know such had been the directions the last clause being added in response to flora ann's bewildered looks for pity's sake said mrs mitchell do you call that table set you said plates and cups answered the puzzled girl and i got them out there's three of you ain't there why yes four of us for that matter don't you expect to eat nothing at all is that the way you fix the table at your house no said flora ann promptly it ain't the way at all we don't fix no table we just stand round and eat something when we can get it but you said put the dishes on the table anyway that is what i thought you meant you poor thing said mrs mitchell checking her laugh and speaking in a more compassionate tone than she had yet used the depths of flora ann's ignorance and desolation were just beginning to dawn upon her however the laugh had done her good she felt less frightened than she had before i'll just show you how to do it she said rising briskly then you can do it all by yourself next time set them dishes back in the pantry and pull the table out into the middle of the floor sarah jane is particular about having it just in the middle of the room because we get the breeze then from both windows and are out of the way of the sunshine now bring the tablecloth from the lower shelf in the corner open it out child and spread it on nice and smooth if there is anything sarah jane hates it's a tablecloth put on crooked and it does look kind of miserable and lopsided, I think, myself. Now set four plates at each end and side. No, no, I don't mean four along in a row, but four in all. Like this, you know. And she briskly arranged the plates. Now you want knives and forks and the salt. Put the salt in the middle of the table so that we can all reach it. And the cups and saucers you want to fix to my place so. Now get a plate for bread and another for butter and a pitcher for milk and then set the dishes for potatoes and ham on this corner so that I can reach them handy when I come to dish up the things. Why, child, you don't want a plate for potatoes. Sarah Jane hates to see potatoes on a plate. That there platter in the corner is what we put ham on. Oh, you'll learn after a while. I didn't think but what you knew all them things, of course i supposed everybody did now i'll dish up while you go out and call steve and his father then you come in and set down at the table along with the rest of us you can set over there and we will have our dinner like folks ten minutes more and flora ann sat down for the first time in her life to a civilized and reasonably well-appointed dinner table she was helped to a generous piece of the ham she had the potatoes passed to her she had a cup of tea poured for her and sugared and creamed she ate such butter and such bread as had never before fallen to her lot it is true she took a potato from the dish with her own fork and helped herself to butter with the knife that she had just taken from her own mouth but so did all the others she copied them carefully and believed she was being as royally served and sustaining herself as well in her new position as it was possible for a lady to do as for the taste of the wholesome food properly cooked it would be difficult to explain what it was to this half-starved girl i take it as a mark of progress in her education that she refused the third large potato and obliged herself to be content with four slices of bread although she could have easily eaten more this was her concession to what seemed to be the customs of civilization it was a week for flora ann to remember every step she took in this plain little home was new and bewildering it seemed to her that she washed her hands so many times that the skin would begin to wear out it seemed to her that she used soap enough to have stocked the village store it seemed to her that the dishes to be washed and dried and put away in their places were so many as to be beyond her counting it seemed to her that supper-time came and the table had to be arrayed in white again almost as soon as she had gotten it cleared away so swiftly did the hours pass she does not know anything at all mrs mitchell confided to her husband in the privacy of their own room at the close of the second day's trial she beats all that i ever heard of why josiah it is a burning shame to think that in this country and just a step away from us you may say there has been living all these years a girl who knew so little but then what could i have expected i have been there and seen how they lived but i never thought there was folks that didn't sit down to a table and eat their victuals like human beings she broke the blue bowl i don't know what sarah jane will say to that she set great store by the blue bowl. but dear me the girl was so scared that i couldn't say anything she acted as if she expected me to knock her over the head with the broom i had in my hand like enough she did said mr mitchell that's about the way she has been treated i guess old man lucas isn't so ill-tempered when he has been drinking as some folks are but that oldest boy of his beats all i ever heard of for ragging around at such times and the most of his time is such times they say he rules the whole family silas springer was telling me today that it wasn't more than a couple of weeks since he knocked this girl down and kicked her oh for the land of pity said mrs mitchell and her old face was white with sympathy she had been a drunkard's wife and it had been misery enough though she had never been knocked down nor kicked well she said after a moment's silence i declare i will do what i can for the girl i thought twenty times today i couldn't stand it you see we are clean by nature and she does lots of things that rile your stomach but i'll make out did you see how nice she looked in that old dress of sarah jane's We thought it wasn't fit for anything but the rag bag, but I got it out today and mended it, and I declare she looked real fixed up in it. Her own was so poison dirty that I just couldn't stand it. I am going to have her put it into the wash tub the first thing tomorrow morning. Dear me, Josiah, I thought we were poor, but I have come to the conclusion that we must be rich. As for Sarah Jane who shall describe what this experience of life was to her what a thing it was to occupy a room whose bed was spread in purest white whose windows were curtained with white muslin whose floor was covered with a neat and tasteful carpet and whose dressing-table had the pretty little accessories of the toilet arranged upon it sarah jane as she stood before the mirror and combed and arranged her abundant hair felt at times almost bewildered with the thought that it was actually she herself who was living this charmed life. She put on her pretty light calico dress in the early morning, just like any lady in the land, she told herself, and went down with Miss Ransom to look at the dew-washed flowers in the little garden under the dining-room windows, and wait there for the tinkle of the bell which should call them to breakfast that breakfast table if the table appointments in the mitchell home were a revelation to flora Anne, what shall be said of those in the manse and their effect upon sarah jane not that they were extravagant or startling in any way miss Ransom would have felt only astonished had she known how they impressed her guest the linen was fine but not too fine for daily use the dishes made no noise upon the table for the hush cloth underneath the linen was as much a matter of course to miss ransom as the table cloth itself silver knives and forks and silver teaspoons laid at each plate were the common necessities of life to her so also were the large fine carefully ironed napkins which sarah jane surveyed with awe the pretty napkin ring made only of fine cardboard and tied with ribbon was also a work of art to the young woman before whose place it stood. Then there were the dainty butter-plates, and the individual salts, and the pretty breakfast-service at Miss Ransom's place, and the fruit-plates of delicate pattern, and the vases of roses at either end, all simple, appropriate belongings to the hour viewed from Miss Ransom's standpoint. Viewed from Sarah Jane's, it was a glimpse of Eden.' then the sewing-room where she sat all day and sewed with no unskillful fingers was another revelation to her of art simply furnished with the conveniences which belonged to the work to be done there but so dainty and fair and free from dust and disorder that sarah jane could hardly repress a little sigh of satisfaction whenever she let her eyes wander about she worked well in the sewing-room and the mistress of it rejoiced in the great strides in knowledge which her handmaiden was taking for miss Ransom, who did not like long seams and minute details knew how to plate and gather and puff and fold and drape after the most approved fashion of the day better than that after a refined taste of her own and the cunning of her fingers sarah jane was quick to catch i never could guess how it was done she said exultantly as she folded away a finished skirt the drapery of which exactly suited its fastidious owner i studied them kind of skirts time and again going out of church and walking along the street and how they got them to hang just like that behind and so smooth and straight before i never could make out but it's easy enough now that you know how i could make one just as well as not most things are easy after you know how said miss ransome smiling things of that kind i mean i sometimes wish that the rule applied to the other part of us as well what other part i don't know as i see what you mean why i was thinking of soul education instead of that which belongs to the fingers and of how many things we know in that line which seem to be hard to apply i know for instance how to be gentle and patient and long-suffering but sometimes i find it very hard to put my knowledge into practice i shouldn't think you did said sarah jane surveying her with undisguised admiration i think you know them things just as well as the others i know i'd have been fit to fly to pieces fifty times if i had had anybody to teach that was as stupid and awkward as i have been AND YOU HAVE BEEN JUST AS PATIENT AS ONE OF THEM LILIES OVER THERE, ALL THE TIME. Miss RANSOM LAUGHED. MY DEAR, I HAVEN'T FOUND IT HARD TO BE PATIENT WITH YOU. I SUCCEED EXTREMELY WELL, I FIND, WITH PEOPLE WHO REALLY TRY TO PLEASE, WHO MEAN TO GIVE ME THE BEST THAT IS IN THEM. I CONFESS I WAS THINKING OF NANCY WHEN I FIRST SPOKE. SHE TRIES ME VERY MUCH for instance by sweeping in the middle of the room and leaving the corners and under the bed and all out-of-sight places undisturbed i service you know i haven't learned the lesson of long-suffering with such failings all of which reminds me to ask you if you would mind going downstairs to set the table for dinner nancy is belated again and i have the dessert to look after can you take the arrangement of the table into your hands i should like it first-rate if i could do it said sarah jane and her eyes shone with pleasure she might be swift with her needle but housekeeping was her forte and her fingers had fairly longed to handle the pretty dishes and fine napery and discover for their owner whether they knew exactly how to arrange everything this was after she had been in her new sphere for nearly a week the truth is miss ransome's handmaiden was a source of unfailing satisfaction to her she had found her not only deft-handed but keen-sighted and clear-brained and possessing a resolute determination to make the best of every scrap of opportunity which fell within her reach the mistress watched with a smile on her face to see her arrange the cloth in its exact position and then finger the pretty dishes lovingly as she might have done with flowers she arranged and rearranged not forgetting the smallest detail of the well-appointed table but making it in every particular as she had seen it before and as she could not have seen it in her own home nor to other homes to which she had had access miss ransom decided and told herself for the hundredth time that week that the girl was certainly unusual she was not supposed to be on the watch though she sat in the little alcove curtained off from the dining-room which was supplied with writing-desk and easy-chair this was for the minister to lounge in with the latest papers and magazines at his command and was a corner dear to the heart of the young mistress of the manse the average man you know cannot wait comfortably for five consecutive seconds after he has been summoned to the dining-room wrote miss Ransom to her mother when she gave a description of her household arrangements and max is no better than the rest of them except that he pretends patience pacing solemnly to and fro while he waits for the dishing up so i have planned an arrangement by which he may have a retiring place with a book or paper to occupy him during the aforesaid five seconds my experience has been that man is a peaceable animal under such circumstances some people might wonder why i called the masculine part of my family before the final dishing up took place but you my dear mother will have no such wonder for you know by a lifelong experience how utterly impossible it is for a man to come to breakfast or dinner when he is called he is sure on ninety-nine occasions to have something important to do that shall detain him just a minute after the bell rings do you think i will run such risks and let my dinner cool oh i am learning how to manage max beautifully i only hope i can have the opportunity of educating his wife before she comes into power At this writing-desk, therefore, sat Helen Ransom, transcribing briskly certain papers of her brother's, which she knew he needed for that afternoon, but not so preoccupied that she could not rejoice over the work going on a few feet from her. "'Sarah,' she presently said, pushing the portier a little aside, that she might have a view of the girl's face, "'can you cut the flowers and arrange them for the table?' Then did Sarah Jane's cheeks flush and her eyes glow with pleasure. Miss Ransom was well aware that the girl loved flowers. The wildwood ones in the broken-nosed pitcher on her mantle at home had told that story. And the look, half of delight, half of awe, with which she regarded the roses and jessamine, strewn lavishly about the manse, repeated it. Now the crowning delight of the hour had come to her she was to go to the garden among the flowers and select for herself those which should adorn the table why i am afraid she said pausing irresolutely sunbonnet in hand well said her mistress with a reassuring smile afraid of what how shall i know which you want picked and which i must let alone it is not the question which i want picked but which you want I asked you to gather the flowers such as pleased you. You are to use your own taste with the garden before you. There are no restrictions placed upon any of the flowers. Gather enough for the two table-vases and arrange them, please. Oh, I don't know how to fix them, said Sarah Jane, her face redder than before. I never fixed no flowers in my life, but I can bring them in to you. I am much too busy just now, Sarah. Mr. Ransom's papers that I am copying must be ready for him at dinner. I can trust you. Arrange the flowers as you like to see them, and it will be quite right. End of chapter 16